Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started today, we just wanted to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by you. We want to build this thing to be as big as it can be. More episodes, merchandise, events, giveaways, you name it, and we'll do it. You know, we'll do a pizza tour. We'll slap scorpions on things. We'll give you hats. I don't know. But we can't do it alone. If you enjoy this episode or really any of our episodes, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Consider checking out some of the great reward tiers we've got set up there or just making a donation of any kind. We want to keep this podcast free and available for everyone. So if you have a couple bucks to spare, anything really does go a long way. And we could really use your help to make the podcast the best that it can possibly be. So thank you so much for donating and thank you even more for listening. Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. <laughs> and we've gone international. Or maybe we're just on the back of a truck. So reenact your favorite scene from a flash dance. Just flash dance. Just a, just just flash dance. The name of the oh. movie. Oh, is that it? So reenact your favorite scene from flash dance. And clean up the timeline a little. Because today we're bringing you... Deadpool 2. What? Deadpool 2. Yeah, no, Flashdance is the movie with the, the water and the dancing where he did it with the bullets. Oh, is that what that's from? Yeah. I knew it was like a thing. I just didn't yeah. know what it was from. It's a movie. Um, anyway, today we're, we're talking... Yeah, we're talking about Deadpool 2. Yeah, it was released on May 18th, 2018. That was just five days ago of this, as of this recording. Seven days ago as of release. And however many days since the release of that, that you're listening to this. I see you, 2020. I'm watching you. Now you're out there. Anyway, this movie had a $110 million budget, which is that low? That's, or is that a lot? That's fairly low these days. For for a movie we would cover? Yeah, for like a superhero movie. Um, <laughs> It made $125 million in its opening weekend which is the second worst x-men opening ever uh yeah it, it only beat the wolverine which was holy shirt bad yeah that was not that was the one where he like survives a nuke yeah right? in japan yeah oh i couldn't even finish that one i won't lie you did finish it i sat right next to you it, i don't remember it, it. took you two days it but it, you did finish yeah. it i remember being like i think i'm gonna be interested in wolverine now and uh <laughs> i wasn't it was bad it was awful um <laughs> But it's got an 83% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 86% audience rating. That's four less audience than Deadpool 1, same critic, and a 66 on Metacritic, which is one point better than Deadpool 1. Real quick, Ethan, before we get into anything, and I'm sure you'll have to expand upon this, is this movie better than Deadpool 1? Uh, let me tell you, um, I thought really hard about this. It's been, been going over my mind and, you know, it's been a tough past couple days. I've been preparing for this episode, been thinking about it, going back and forth in my mind. And the answer is a clear and obvious no. No, it's not. No. It's not even close not even to as close. good as Deadpool 1. <laughs> that movie was awesome. I've, I've heard from a lot of folks that it doesn't age well. And for that reason, I will not rewatch it. I've only ever seen Deadpool 1 once and I've only ever seen Deadpool 2 once. Look, a lot of people thought that Deadpool 1 was pretty much the greatest superhero movie ever ever made um those people are what we like to call wrong yeah no they're totally um, wrong deadpool one was all right this is garbage this is so bad i li- normally we get to these things and and i look at the rotten tomato score and i'm like okay i can kind of see it right, i can see where I'm they're like, coming from this one i'm like it, you you gotta mark it lower like you, you, whatever this is the only time i've ever looked at rotten tomatoes and been like these scores are rigged yeah a lot of people are like <laughs> rotten tomatoes is stupid i don't know why you guys use rotten tomatoes uh it's it's obviously skewed and I'm, I'm sitting here like man i don't know why we use rotten tomatoes rotten tomatoes is obviously skewed but only for this movie do I really feel that way. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. I like here's the thing. Let's let's read some reviews yeah, from some say, professionals. Let's, let's get some positive reviews, positive and negative reviews in here from some people that know more about this than we do. Yeah. So 
I just lost my positive review. Let me pull it back up. I can I'll go ahead and read positive... my negative review. Okay, you go first. You go yeah, first. Yeah, I'll go ahead and read my negative review. This negative review is from Richard Brody from The New Yorker. He's also the guy that, uh, he he's the sequel hater. He's the guy that hated Infinity War because you have to watch the other movies first. Sorry. Sorry about it. I've heard The New Yorker is not a super reputable review source, but they're the top critic of the top critics on Rotten Tomatoes more often than yeah, not. Yeah, more often so. than not. So, uh, he said, For all the impulsive flamboyance of Deadpool's patter, the liberating power of personal virtue, and the disinhibiting promise of second chances, Deadpool 2, Deadpool 2 feels narrowly impersonal and oppressively unfree. That's brutal. Yeah, that was rough. That was harsh. No, it wasn't. No, I changed my mind. I said it, and then I changed my mind. That was, I don't that was, it was bang enough. on. I'll, I'll say this. So, there is a positive review. Matthew Rosa of Salon.com. Second review on Rotten Tomatoes for, for top critics. He says, Just as Robert Downey Jr. has become the definitive Iron Man, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. It's the role he was born to play play and whenever he's on screen the movie's inner classic shines forth i've got a few thoughts on this one he's right about robert Downey jr totally iron Man. yeah totally iron i'm Man. with him there two ryan reynolds is van wilder that's the definitive ryan reynolds role and i will accept arguments for other ryan reynolds roles and i get it he's all in on the deadpool thing and the marketing well, team has got him hold doing on. everything hold on. hold on let me roll this one back for a second I have I have to disagree with you here. Yes, Van Wilder is the definitive Ryan Reynolds, but this is a better sequel to Van Wilder than Van Wilder The Rise of Tosh. Oh, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Dopender is more interesting than Tosh. Yeah. I love Calpen, not his fault. We we don't have to blame Calpen. Ryan Reynolds is also not in the sequel, is he? Uh no, he's not. I'm just saying this this is a better sequel to this is a better spiritual sequel to Van Wilder than the actual Van Wilder sequel. Yeah. I think they made I a just, bunch of them. They were like made for TV and they probably all had Tara Reid in them. She loves to do those made for TV movies. Ah, uh, it's because nobody wants her to do anything real because she's a terrible actress. She's good in Van Wilder. No, she wasn't. No? I no. don't know. No, she was not. Ryan Reynolds is good in Van Wilder. Ryan Reynolds is good in pretty much everything. This wasn't particularly Ryan Reynolds' fault. It, it, it might have been. It might have been. I need. I want to see the script for this one. I really do. I want to see I just, how much of this was Ryan Reynolds just thinking he's funnier than he is, and I want to see how much of it was like painfully scripted jokes. My question is like, why? <laughs> why? why what? Does, I've got a question for you about your experience with this movie. When you went to the theater, what was the audience reaction to the movie? Was it generally positive? Generally negative? I imagine you went during a busy show. Time. I did. Yeah, I went uh, Friday evening. Okay. There aren't really any not busy show times where I'm at. I, I go to a theater, the very small theaters. Gotcha. It, like they maybe hold forty people. Oh, at, that's tiny. At most, I mean, it's the one we always went to. Really, it only holds forty people. Those are really small theaters, and we were. In, what, I mean, they have a couple big ones in the building, but those are for generally like three D, like big. Right. You know, the, the blockbusteriest of blockbusters. They're like twenty dollars tickets. Right. Um, the movie theater was dead silent. Really? Yeah. Like there was a couple here and there moments where people were like, ha ha ha. ha. Other than that, it was just legitimately. I felt like I was watching it by myself. That's so weird. My theater was quite loud. Like uh, people were giggling and laughing. At people the jokes. laughed more in Infinity War than in this movie. Oh, I had a different experience. People definitely laughed more during during this in my theater. Well, I also saw Infinity War in an absolutely enormous theater full of people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's let's talk a little bit real quick. We're gonna do some spoiler free review. We're gonna do you know 15, 20 minutes something like that of not not giving away anything from the movie. We're just gonna talk about what it is, what it did, why, how, the, the, you know, bunch of that stuff, and then oh, and then there'll be a swoop, and we'll get. Just some spoilers. Okay, let me pull up the uh, cast list because so, well, hang I on. think that's uh, before okay. before you do that. I just want to say, like, I I get that people like this movie. I knew that I was and I, I was gonna say this before I even saw the read the ratings. Like, I get that people like this movie. I don't want to take it away from anybody. If this is what and and it's the same way because I felt like I always felt like I was wrong about the first one because I didn't like the first one and everybody else did. 
But it's like, if, if you want to like this movie, I don't want to take it away from you. If it brings you joy in your life, like, go for it. It's not the worst thing ever made. No, it's not. And, you know, there's a lot of worse movies out there. And it pokes fun at a lot of worse movies out there. One in particular that I can think of. It won't give it up. What? It won't give up making fun of other bad movies. Uh, there's just one off the top of my head that is a notoriously bad movie that Deadpool 2 poked fun of. Gotcha. It, and it had a couple good moments. I got a couple good laughs out of it. I did. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I hated my experience watching it. I wasn't miserable. I did have to pay for it for, with actual money because my movie pass is broken. I finally had that happen where, where movie pass died. So I did have to pay for it with actual money and I feel kind of slighted about that, but I didn't... I did not have to pay for it with real money. Yeah, I wasn't miserable. Like, I, I didn't walk out of it. I didn't want to walk out of it at any point. It's just, it's, it's, it's not even that it was necessarily that bad. It was just, it was hype up to be so much more and the pacing for me the pacing is what got me is it was so incredibly slow that there was a line in the movie where they're like well if that happens we won't have a third act and you know they're like breaking the fourth wall or whatever and i was like what what do you what this isn't the third act there's like another whole piece of this yeah I, it was so i know exactly where you're talking slow. about this, this like, movie ended eight times yeah and i was like oh my god i don't care and and what gets me is like it's i don't i there was only one character introduced in this movie that i cared about and she gets very little screen time and isn't cable you talking about domino yeah 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 no she was cool she was a cool character it was it was a different twist um she has a very interesting superpower that isn't something you normally see yeah they portrayed really well that was one of the times where uh you know he's breaking the fourth wall and he's like it's really hard to show that cinema you know cinemagraphically or whatever yeah it's really hard to show that on film and and it came out really really nice i thought it was really cool and it was just a cool thing to keep coming back to like you were never worried about her character once they like proved to you what it was right which which was neat because the rest of x-force what oh they're all useless yeah uh i did i did kind of like tj miller in this movie i don't think you're allowed to say yeah that. but you're not allowed that's the thing is like you're not allowed to like tj miller anymore like yeah but i, I did too but that's but that's what i'm getting at is like one of the res- shining moments of this movie one of the redeeming moments of the movie is a movie you can't even or is a is somebody, a, you, can't a, somebody like. you can't even like sorry i was very distracted by the cast list for this movie uh, why because apparently you? brad pitt plays vanisher yeah you didn't catch that no yeah he like gets killed on screen no i didn't catch who it was yeah, it was brad pitt huh that's wild um i'll tell you one thing a lot of people are praising julian dennison russell the kid oh he was annoying he, yeah people are saying he's absolutely hysterical he's this great kid because he was in hunt for the wilder people which is a taika watiti movie yeah, I have and not seen that movie. Neither have I. I've been I've heard told it's that I'm absolutely need to. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, it's on my list. Um, it's just not super like available. Is it not? Uh, it's last time I checked. It's saying it was it's rentable now. Last time I checked, it was not rentable on like gotcha. Amazon. Um, so it wasn't easy to just like get your hands on. And I'm not just gonna buy a movie that I haven't seen. Gotcha. Uh, now pretty as, much ever. as far as introducing like a superhero or a super character who's overweight, I was so unimpressed with this character. I didn't think he was funny. I didn't think his motivations made i didn't think his motivations made much sense he Uh, didn't have any i was really tired of the pen joke they kept making yeah like they made it once and i was like oh that's funny and then made it i think three more times yeah and this movie does not understand how comedy works at all the Mm -mm. creators of this movie did not get the like it comes in threes joke no no like there are a lot of comedians and a lot of movies that have done this expert thing of where you keep repeating the joke and make it funny and this is but not it wasn't one funny of the first time. it wasn't funny the first time and they kept repeating it but not only keep repeating it they kept over explaining it right they were like every time they're know. like oh he's got a pen up his ass. 
Yeah, it's like, I don't care. Also, I get that, like, Deadpool has to be vulgar. Deadpool has to be rated R for the gore, but I was underwhelmed by the gore and way overwhelmed by the vulgarity. That's like, the character, like, though. I, That's the, that was the same way in the first movie. Is is I pointlessly vulgar. Right, like, I get that he just swears all the time, and, like, I've read the comics. I'm, I just don't care about it, though. Like, to me, it doesn't make him any funnier. It doesn't add to the shock value. Like, one of the things that sells people on Deadpool is this super fun shock value where he's breaking the fourth wall. Oh, that's so shocking and he's uh, okay. swearing in a comic book. That's okay. so shocking. And I'm sorry. The fourth wall thing isn't cute anymore. It's annoying. It's just annoying. Like, I got it in the first movie. It was funny a couple times in the first movie. The first time I did it in this movie, I was like, are we still on this? Yeah. It's so annoying. I was also under the impression that his girlfriend was dead. I don't know why I thought that. Is that not how the I first I thought it ended? was too, but I didn't. I've seen the movie. I, I've also seen the first one once, and I will probably never watch it again. Yeah, I have no desire to revisit this franchise. Uh, yeah, no. Um, that is the thing I wanted to tell you before we read this, or before we started this, though. Uh, Josh Brolin has signed on to play Cable in four more Deadpool movies. More, oh, no. not including this one. Oh, God. Here's my thing. Is they're going to have to... It's going to be a problem for Josh Brolin if this merger goes through, right? Um, uh, yeah, because he's Thanos? Yeah. Yeah, so he's Thanos. That's He's way better as Thanos, by the way, in case you were curious. Oh, Cable's a crap character. Cable is a crap character because he's got this whole, like... It was just Terminator short jokes thing. the whole time. Is that is that the joke? Yeah, that like that Josh Brolin is shorter than uh than Ryan Reynolds. I didn't catch that. I just didn't care. But like, Cable, like Josh Brolin has been posting on Instagram for the past like two years, all these workouts he's been doing to become Cable and become huge. And he was huge. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he was a very big dude. No, not tall. No, I know. I'm just I'm filling that gap in. The first thing you search when you search Josh Brolin is Josh Brolin height. Oh, uh, 5'10 is also not that short. Uh, no, it's not, but it's short for Cable. Is it? How tall is Cable supposed cable's to be? Cable's supposed to be enormous, like Colossus-sized. Oh. That's what well. the that's what the movie implied. Also, Ryan Reynolds is six foot two. Dang, yeah. he's so handsome. So here, yeah, this is what I don't get about these s- movies. Is like Ryan Reynolds is purportedly one of the hottest men alive, right? People keep saying this, like Ryan Reynolds is a sex symbol, and yet he's just an ugly f- in these movies. Oh, I don't think they do enough to make him ugly in these movies. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I agree with that, but it's just he's scarred and broken, and he spends ninety percent of his time in a. F- mask. Yeah, I'm surprised that he's down to do that. I think that was one of the things holding him back from this role for so long was that, like, he doesn't get to do the Ryan Reynolds sex appeal thing. But even in this movie, they they put Ryan Reynolds' face in there. Yeah, at the very end. Yeah. Well, not even just at the very end. There's, like, two parts at the very end. Yeah. Where Ryan Reynolds is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that was good. I was happy they... Because, like, there's no way Ryan Reynolds is going to make an entire movie without showcasing his best asset. Right. Well, I mean, and, and I, don't get me wrong. I am on... I'm team Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. Um, me too. The proposal is great. Yeah, he's been in a lot of great movies. Um, Waiting was a great movie. There's one... I can never remember the name of it that was absolutely hysterical. Because uh, he just plays this sarcastic jack... All the time. Uh, oh, just you know friends. what he was in? That was just friends. Oh, that's a good one. That yeah, movie's yeah, yeah. hysterical. Where he's like this fat dude that gets hot after high school. Yeah, and he gets like he rents the Miata in the summer and like the right, winter and he's in just Wisconsin. A huge. Yeah. You know what else he's in? He was in that really cool, um, like, Mindbender movie, Buried. I don't know if you ever mm, saw that one. It's I have about not a guy seen it. It's, it's like one shot. You'd love yeah, it. Yeah, um, I have not seen it. it's like from it. inside a No, coffin. I would not love it at all. That's like my number one fear. Well, being buried alive? Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> just something that bothers me. Like, 
Um, and he was uh, he was Paperman, or uh, no, he was in Paperman. I don't remember what he played. He was Captain Excellent in Paperman. I have no idea what Paperman is. Um, it is it's a strange movie. It's he's like it's not very good, but he's good in it. Hmm. Hmm. At which th- that's a lot of Ryan Reynolds movies like that. Because uh, Green Lantern wasn't his fault. Green Lantern, I I remember not hating. Like maybe it was really bad. I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. I if mean, I'm honest. It's like Fantastic Four bad. Like Fantastic. They're all bad. All three of the Fantastic Four movies have been terrible. The original Fantastic no, Four movie is not as bad. It was bad as Fantastic. It was bad. Oh. I'm sure it was. But it also it came out like a month before uh, Captain America: The First Avenger, and it just wasn't that great. So it kind of got uh, washed up because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad too bad but it wasn't it wasn't particularly his fault there's a lot of weird special effects problems and um i think that there's a way to do green lantern on film i just don't think dc has their act together at all to be doing that but but here's the thing is dc found out like marvel picked iron man for their franchise to to spearhead it who was like a b-list marvel superhero and then dc always goes for batman or Superman. Like those are your your heavy hitters, man. You need to come out first with like, like a cyborg origin story, or like you did on on network television, and start with the Green Arrow, and then introduce the Flash. Yeah, and then but then you get a different Flash for the movies. Oh, it's just stupid. Yeah, because Barry Allen from the TV show, while a terrible person, is a good actor. Like he's a good role. It does it well. Granted, I love Ezra Miller also, so I, you know, it's a toss up for me. But because I'm not crazy about the television show for the Flash, but I do love Arrow. Yeah, I mean it's DC does not have the capability right now to do a good uh, Green Lantern movie. Or or really any good movie, um, to tell you the truth. I mean, what they could do is they could make a good... I would be okay with this. If they made a like a good new attempt at the the, the extended universe thing, they start out with like, a good Green Arrow movie, and then they make like an okay Green Lantern movie. Although I think Green Lantern's more of the Thor. What do you think? Because you've got like the other world and like all the yeah all that stuff. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. That's a tough one. Uh, let's let's get some listener questions involved in this real quick. I know we had a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. So if you ever want to ask us questions, sometimes we'll post it in the Facebook group, but we'll always post it in our Discord, um, which is available on Patreon.com/slash/BaconandX for just five dollars a month. And it's a super awesome community. You totally love it. Uh, this first question comes from a Dr. KT. She is a ecologist. Uh, she's got her Bachelor of Arts and her Doctorate of Dental Sciences. Or surgery yeah doctor doctorate of dental surgery doctorate of dental surgery all but her dissertation um and she asks it's a silly question uh but what's your go-to movie snack and drink combo uh ethan i am because i think i talked about it last week if not i must remind you i'm doing crossfit uh, so i'm not allowed to eat movie snacks or drinks but when i was i did popcorn and uh uh, Dr. So I don't like popcorn that much. I'm a huge popcorn. Um, I especially don't want to pay for movie theater popcorn, which is like I think the single most overpriced food article like ever. Might be. Uh, might, I believe. Might very I think well there's be. like a statistic on that that like one like wholesale movie theater jug of popcorn costs like 45 cents, and then to buy it costs like. 14, and then to buy 50. like like half a percent of that is is like yeah like 10 bucks um so i don't really pay for movie theater popcorn i do have a really bad habit of sneaking stuff into movie theaters yeah um yeah it it like i just like drinks and snacks and stuff a lot of times i'll go to see these especially these movies that we're watching uh for the for the show i'll go to see on like a work night like late whatever time i can get a showing like 10 11 o'clock um Mm -hmm. and and Especially with movie passes, like I've just t- adopted the mentality of just going to a movie kind of whenever the urge strikes. Right. So a lot of times I'll sneak in like energy drinks or something like that just to kind of help keep me awake. Because uh, with premium theaters and with the comfy recliners, I have a tendency to kind of fall asleep sometimes. Oh, I've been there. Uh, yeah. Like I'm just super comfy and there's like a, just a big loud noise just generally playing and I'm just kind of like, ah, oh, sleepy time. Yeah, I've been there. 
So sometimes sneak an energy drink or uh, just generally like alcohol. Yeah. What's your, um? I know when I lived where you live, I always got the same beer for the movie. I would go and get a craft beer beforehand at the bar because there was a bar in the lobby, as you know. Yes. The, the listener doesn't know. Um, Is that still got the same name, same menu, same owners? Yeah. Oh man, that's a good bar. Yeah, Neo. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a good um, bar. I would get craft beer there, but then I would always get the same beer to bring into the movie. Do you do that? What's your process if you're going to go sit at the bar? If I'm going to go sit at the bar, yeah, I'll, I'll get something then, and I'll bring a couple in. Um, that's if I really want to like spend money and go to the movies, which I generally don't anymore. Right. Honestly, uh, especially like going with my girlfriend because I'm either either I'm buying for two people or she's buying for two people or like whatever's going on um, that time. And it's just like I just generally go and grab something at Seven Eleven these days and then just mm-hmm. bring it in. Uh, this time before Deadpool two, I had a twenty uh, five ounce strawberita. What? Yeah, yeah. It's like the most alcohol you can get in a can without drinking a four loco. I didn't know that. Is that like a, a thing that people tell no, you? No, it's not the most. It's like eight percent, whereas all the other alternatives are like five percent. Mm. Um, and they're all terrible, so you might as well get one that'll do more. Since they're they all the same all price terrible. and they all suck. That's true. Uh, it'll like, be weird like, carrying a 40 of high life. Like Twisted Tea and stuff. <laughs> oh, I've done it. I have not. I've done it. Um, One time we just threw a bunch of bottles like of whatever we had in the fridge in Katie's purse. Nice. And just brought like a whole six pack. Nice. And a bottle opener. Do they not care? Do they not check? They don't. No, they don't check your bag. No, but they don't go into the theater and check like, oh, that person's got a can they brought with them. Uh, I have yet to have anybody say anything. All right. Um... I don't know what I would do if they did. But they probably just ask you to leave. Yeah, but like, would I get banned? I would fight that. I don't know. If I they mean, tried to, you'd lose. If they asked me to leave, I'd be like, okay, whatever, fine. I just won't do it again. And then totally do it again. Um, But if they like tried to ban me, like I would fight that. I bet you could get banned and still come back anyway and they wouldn't know. I mean, probably. It's not like there's like a, like, because you know there are people that are banned from the theater. Like, right, uh, right. There's not, it's not like there's a, like a wanted list. Like definitely bringing a beer into the theater would not be the worst thing I've ever done in the movie theater. Yeah. Uh, these um, days, it definitely would, though, because, like, now that I'm paying for movies with my own money, yeah. um, especially when I'm double paying for a movie because MoviePass takes money out of my account the day before I go see a movie and then doesn't work. Um, that would be frustrating. I'm a little frustrated. I'm not going to lie to you. If the problem is not resolved by when I have to see Solo, um, I'm going to flip my f- lid yeah good luck getting in touch with movie pass about that oh uh the 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 problem that i'm having can only be resolved on the phone and i called them in the theater 46 times while i was trying to buy a a ticket uh because every time i got a message that said we're experiencing higher than normal call volume please call back later probably because it was the night of the 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 deadpool release yeah i mean and and a lot of people are having this this problem where it just logs you out and then won't let you log back in that's no good Mm -hmm. that's not a good problem Mm -hmm. not a good problem to have um anyway my go-to beer since you never asked uh, i would i would bring like a shock top or a blue moon into the theater because i wouldn't want something too heavy reliably good but i would drink like the heaviest craft beer they have in the lobby before the movie. i'm pretty sure you used to bring bold rock oh we did bold rock too but i i specifically remember the orange hmm. in my I, I got a few a fair few uh larry's lemonades before movies back when we were doing that you just got to get something light reliably reliably good mm-hmm. um and if you went to the bar not the bar but like the concession stand and bought like a beer to bring in they gave you a smaller beer for more money yeah it was awful um, it was like, and they they would even tell you they'd be like, you really want to go over to the bar and buy the beer? Yeah, they would be very honest with you about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, we, we do have another listener yeah, question. Are you ready? Yeah. Another listener question coming from Le Chevalier. 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 You want to say it? Le Chevalier Noir. Uh, he says, have you been to a dine-in theater? If so, do you think that enhances or detracts from the movie experience? Uh, this is So this is sort of related to the, the previous question. Um, I've never been to a theater where you order and eat in the room. I have. Where the movie's playing. I have. 
And let me tell you, if you're going to a movie with my boy uh, Hunter Wells from back in the day, uh, every yeah. theater was a dining theater. Like he would leave the theater to go get his food. No, 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 no. He would he would just like bring like meals into the theater. Yeah, like inside of his jacket. It. Yeah. Like I remember, go, we get, he went we to McDonald's, McDonald's one time, and he would just buy a bunch of McDoubles, and he just kept pulling them out of his jacket pocket as he needed them. Well, that's what I would do. You could buy seven McDoubles for what it costs for a medium popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember one time I was at the movie with my friend. We were seeing Thor Ragnarok. Um, one of the many times I saw that in theaters, I think it was like five. God, I love that movie. Uh, because I got it right when I got Movie Pass. Like it was out right when I got Movie Pass, and that was when you could see in the same yeah, movie, twice. Same movie twice. So yeah. I, I literally went like five times. So good. like I saw it with like each different member of my band and my girlfriend friend um classic but i was, was with somebody and i just whipped out one of those giant like like grande sized uh monster energies like mm-hmm. the, the big can like the, like the 32 ounce can or whatever it is yeah with like the resealable yeah, with the resealable lid and just like cracked it open and it makes it like a thunk noise whenever you do it <laughs> and he just looked at me and, and like does a double take like looks and looks back and goes what the what the <laughs> And I was like, what? He goes, where did you get that? I was like, it was in my pocket. Put it in my hoodie pocket. Where's yours? If you walk confidently enough, you can do pretty much anything. That's true. Yeah, I've been to a dining theater, and it's awesome. Does it detract from the movie watching experience? Really? So they just, they make sure everything, like, you have to, you get there ahead of time, generally. Um, So they're not, Mm -hmm. like, at this one I I go to, or I've been to, they're not, like, walking in during the movie. It's like everything's delivered right before previews end. Okay. Like, they've got it down to a science. Because I'm always picturing, like, a waiter in there while breakfast at tiffany's is on the screen and it's almost more restaurant than theater i mean there are ones like that there are definitely ones like that but this is like a this was a cine bistro and now they just bought out the franchise i guess and renamed it um Mm -hmm. so it's just like the peninsula movie bistro but it is like a cine bistro which is like a national chain that does this um Mm -hmm. so they i mean they know there's a there's a system in place gotcha i've never been i'd be curious to go is the food good? Yeah, I mean, it's like a regular... It was pretty much like Neo, but they just brought the food to you. Oh, is it like a real... Is it real expensive? Not particularly. I mean, it was like an like $8 or $9 burger. Oh, that's not bad. No, it was like normal food price. So it was like you could sit in the lobby and drink the beer, which is what we did because we didn't realize what the deal was. You could sit in the lobby and mm-hmm. drink the beer, and then we were walking back, and they're like, hey, do you want to order food? Um, We're about to cut off like inside orders and so we just ordered at the counter and they brought us the food so there's not a waiter that comes into the theater and talks no there them. is you just have to get there earlier oh okay so like you, we, we walked in like last minute like right as previews were about to start because we we're like we're not gonna sit in there while whatever her, we're gonna while whatever her name is from whatever talks about you know cinema on screen or whatever it is and pop pop culture right from the lens of what movie theaters think <laughs> pop culture. right it's like let's show 35 seconds of a music video and then talk about it yeah, don't do that trivia weirdly bad trivia yeah, is what so you like, get before um, the previews i don't think it takes anything away from the movie whatsoever. Uh, I really like it. I think it's it's a process that, or a, uh, not a process, it's a, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's something I enjoy. I wouldn't, I, I don't want to see it go away. I have no problems with it. I mean, the more ways we can get people into movie theaters and seeing people, seeing movies in theaters on big screens with audiences, I think the better. I think that it is a better experience than watching it on your iPad. Right. And well, I mean, you're seeing more and more uh, these premium theaters pop up, whether it's just recliners or whether it's bars and recliners or whether it's, you know, whole full service restaurants. A lot of them are popping up. Um there's only one normal theater left in my area compared to like four or five premium theaters. And the normal theater is not any cheaper, is it? No, no. The only advantage for one of those is it's a lot easier to go with like a group because you don't have to um, reserve seats. You just go sit down. Right. 
Um, right, right, right. But but that you know, if you reserve far enough ahead of time, the reserved seats could be a plus. No, for sure, for sure. But it's like then you, if you want to go with a group of like eight people, you have to buy them all together. You collect money together. Like yeah, I hear it's, you. There, there, there's a there's something missing from the the process of reserving movie theater seats. Um, like Fandango doesn't provide a good enough service for them to charge me what they charge me to use it. No, Fandango's service is not worth my time at all. Right, and that's what I'm saying is like it, it, the Fandango service fee is like like two dollars a ticket. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and so it, I think that theaters need to just start offering that option themselves, like online, where you can just buy the tickets ahead of time because it's the, there's no like there doesn't need to not need to be a convenience fee for that. I don't even talk to a person at the theater. I use a kiosk. You do. Yeah, we always did at Paragon. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're right. We did. Yep. yep they have yep, better yep, kiosks yep. now, but yeah, they always and and AMC's are going the same way. Um, more and more theaters are going the same way, where it's like you don't really have to talk to a person unless you want to. Uh, and 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 I get it. There's no need. Like those people can be oh, better yeah. served as far elsewhere. as buying. Like, as far as buying tickets, the only time I ever go talk to a person is when I'm trying to buy a movie ticket like without movie pass, and I need to use my student ID. Because <laughs> you're in. I've been graduated from college for over three years now, and I still use my student ID, and I don't feel the least bit bad about it. You know, the college you live near recently changed their student. Night. Yeah, and I'm kind of pissed off a little bit, to tell you the truth, because shortly it's going to stop working. Do you think the people at the movie theater know? I guess they're students. Yeah, they're, they pretty much all go there. Yeah. I, got, I had somebody the last time I did it was like, oh, that's an old ID. And I was like, yeah, I just never bothered to get it updated from my freshman year. Were they like, I'm a senior too. They're like, I'm a sixth year. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Give me my ticket. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this ID is definitely not from 2011. Right. Uh, Forever ago. Yeah. But yeah, so more of these premium theaters are popping up everywhere. They're starting to become more and more common in most areas except where you live. Um, There's one in Blacksburg. That's ridiculous. That's insane. It's true. It's true. It's a cinnable. Like, those are both smaller cities than Roanoke, and, uh, and yeah, Roanoke should have one. I'm amazed they don't. I am too. I'm really hoping we get one. Like, I know that AMC just bought out. Yeah, I'm surprised AMC is not. Carmike. I'm surprised AMC has not ripped that Carmike behind Tanglewood apart yet. I would be so happy if they did. There's a, the, I, when I went last time, I met a listener of the show. I met two listeners of the show that work there. Yeah, I, and I was like, what? I saw, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi there, and that place sucks. Yeah, yeah. It was, the chairs are very yeah. Small. I saw. I saw. What else did I? I see? saw Deadpool there. I saw Infinity War at a theater that didn't have recliners either. Like the chairs didn't recline at all, and I was just like, I feel like I'm living in the 1800s. Isn't that the theater we're going to? For it is uh, for the Super Carlin Brothers meetup. Yeah, yeah. It's awful. That's gonna be exciting. It's awful. It's an awful theater. Really? The screen was gigantic. My favorite theater doesn't have reclining chairs. Your favorite theater's wrong. You like that theater for the wrong reasons. I don't like it for the chairs. Yeah, but like you, the fact that you like it is the wrong reasons well i like it for the cheap popcorn and it's the same quality popcorn but it's like two bucks as as it should be right <laughs> but like to me i don't know i get the i get the argument that you're making for the older theaters and i i just don't i, I don't buy it I, i've seen movies at the grand and it's just, i don't know oh i love I get the argument that you're making i do i understand it but like i don't know there's no point like get with the times i mean i agree but we're not gonna rip out the classic theater and put in recliners it's just not gonna happen no i know that but like i'm just surprised it's still in business i think it's protected okay that doesn't mean it has to be in business that's true but i mean i guess I, they probably I'm don't sure have to pay rent yeah i think they're probably operating at a loss anyway yeah um it is never busy when i go for anything yeah I i've went, been there a like, couple times and i think i've been the only person in the theater like the people i was with right every time yeah it is never busy there was like 10 people there when i saw um <laughs> granted uh, ready player i One. saw star wars the last jedi the day after it opened at uh that amc that used to be a car mic uh and there were five people in the theater <laughs> Because I actually don't know why. I couldn't tell you why people didn't flood the theater for Last Jedi the same way they did for The Force Awakens. Because they did though. The Force. I mean, it didn't do as well at the box office. It got very close. Did it? Yeah. Hmm. I can. I will. I would at not least, be like surprised opening weekend. If, I will not be surprised if a week from to 
today uh, we are talking about the solo opening weekend as being lackluster. Oh, I will not be surprised at all. People don't like solo. Uh, that's that's already I a think thing. I have positive. Feelings. Based on what John Negroni said about it today, I think I'm going to. F- love it yeah i think i'm gonna really like it because uh, everything he said is everything i feel about han solo so yeah, speaking of lackluster openings well give me a swoop tyler i need a swoop all right when did you know that deadpool 2 was gonna be bad i'll tell you when i knew it was gonna be bad is when they started putting deadpool all over every movie cover in best buy you didn't like that i no, thought it was i hilarious. thought it was cool i liked it but okay. no other movie has to do that if your movie do- if your movie was good you wouldn't have to do that i yeah i think what bugged like, me about that was that that, sh- like the, that smelled like, of desperation to me very strong yeah like the marketing team went just a step too far and that's like the deadpool joke is to take it way too far but i felt like I think there was why. like a line they were supposed to cross yeah. and they crossed it and they took it all the way to the end of the volleyball court and crossed the line again. yeah i think that you're absolutely right they just served this one out of bounds completely um it, it was funny it was cool it was like some of the best marketing i've seen in a while but like there's a reason movie marketing is the way it is if you have a superhero movie if it was good you wouldn't have to make desperate measures right right and like it's cool that they did the gorilla marketing thing and that it was everywhere and, and I know we just said that, but like, I just, I got tired of it before the movie even started. I was like, oh my God, like the story from Deadpool 1 was not memorable enough that I even care what this movie is about. And I'm really interested in Josh Brolin because he was Thanos. So if you can give me more of him, I'll probably get more excited about this movie. So that's... Having said, oh, sorry, I didn't no. like Cable at all. That's how I felt about Deadpool 1, to tell you the truth, is because that's when I used to use like Reddit and Imgur a lot, mm-hmm. and that part of the internet was freaking out about Deadpool for entirely too long. Yeah, because they were all about, you know, like the Deadpool cosplay thing, right. where like you get to dress up as Deadpool and just be rude to people in public spaces deadpool one came out in what valentine's day of 16 yeah yeah so i started seeing stuff for deadpool like thanksgiving 14 yeah when the test footage was leaked right and i just it was everybody for a year and over a year for like 18 months was just sitting there going this is gonna be the greatest movie ever and it just wasn't it was legitimately in my mind the most overhyped movie to ever be released like ever yeah i'll agree with that and this one was like was 14 percent as good as that one yeah the the story was just like what story so i know i know like the gotta save the kid thing like why because your heart's not in the right place is that it because you let your girlfriend die yeah i guess so i don't know okay there was no discernible story to follow in this movie like i just the beginning he wants to get back home to Vanessa and then Vanessa dies and then he gets all depressed and then he's got to save the kid but then he wants to die but then the kid hates him and then the kid releases Juggernaut and then he's got to save the kid again but then he actually dies but then doesn't die and then unkills Vanessa. Yeah so like Vanessa's death was like meaningless like every consequence that happened was meaningless like this whole movie nothing moves forward because of this movie like we're a back to square one yeah absolutely nothing moves forward which is frustrating i guess now that now there's cable and julian dennison as part of the crew and russell and and cable and russell Russell and domo domino but like the whole x-force dying was was stupid yeah like don't waste so much marketing time and so much movie time introducing all of these characters right of getting terry cruz and apparently brad pitt yeah brad pitt matt damon was in there too. Did you catch that? No, I did not. He was the farmer. What farmer? Alan Tudyk was one of the farmers, right? What farmers? Where it, it's just a screen of Alan Tudyk explaining why, like, single ply is the superior. Oh, toilet paper. that was that was Alan Tudyk and Matt Damon. And Matt Damon. Matt Damon was the other farmer. I did not catch that. The guys that Cable just kills. No, it was Alan Tudyk, though, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm, it is. I'm remembering it is. that correctly. 
Yeah. You are. It is Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Matt Damon was the other one. <laughs> what? I did not catch that. Yeah. All right. So there were... Apparently it was like... Oh, go ahead. Th- th- there was a ton of cameos like that, but I didn't care. Like, like I do not care. When it was in Thor Ragnarok, and I hesitated mentioning Thor Ragnarok because I, I feel like it's a disservice to... <laughs> compare these if, two if you look at the imdb page right now and i don't know if it's showing the same thing on your screen but i'm looking at the imdb page and immediately under the cover for deadpool 2 is just a giant video of cork is it really yeah. go look oh look at it's that just a giant video of cork <laughs> because i guess julian dennison is the is the connection yeah there. it's like deadpool uh, 2 stars choose their mcu teammates and they're both from new zealand so <laughs> yeah well here's the thing is so like, thor ragnarok is a master the best thing about deadpool 2 is cork right <laughs> is what you're telling me imdb but here's the thing is like deadpool 2 is a sequel from a pretty interesting character that like literally revamped the comic book world got like a whole nother generation of people interested in comics and that's cool people like deadpool's comics and they do the whole thing at the comic cons and i hate it but it's cool like whatever do your thing um she's like like don't come up to me while you're dressed as deadpool and pretend that you're cool you're right not. like don't just come up to me and be a d- right like i will have a problem with it because because um, like wade is not a, a wade is not a mean person right he's like a annoying reactionary person. right he's not mean he's super nice to yukio like hi yukio yeah like he's not a mean person and people portray deadpool as just being this huge like like awful guy right and he's not so like you're wrong there um i don't know this this movie was satisfying to me in some aspects and this is i i will say like i i did audibly laugh at parts oh, yeah, a couple times a couple times um when they made the uh when he made the joke when he was coming home late and he was like i was fighting another cape jack and his mom's name was also martha i laughed <laughs> i laughed at that i laughed uh but yeah i was i laughed at the whole intro sequence like all the little funny quips about like directed by did you seriously just kill her produced by like what the hell man yeah was and good. the whole thing is done like a james bond intro yeah, yeah yeah and it's got the original celine dion song right yeah like that was funny that was funny um the whole like thing about uh oh what was he saying uh the whole thing about cable being so darkies from the dc universe and and then making the dubstep jokes like i liked that anytime they just pooed on dc i did but i was also like okay i get it like you're also not the mcu you don't get to just crap all over dc right you have something to prove as well like it's not like your last string of movies has been extremely good right and like i'm done finding the whole like oh the studio can't afford any more x-men jokes funny yeah it was funny the first time and then this time it's like okay we're just gonna move forward with colossus and negasonic teenage warhead and that's gonna be okay like nobody's gonna complain about that right except they had that one moment with beast in there well it was the whole the whole crew james mcavoy and and uh the dude from never back down and was it all of them uh, they were all yeah uh, yeah and he was uh, he had uh he had the wheelchair and he was wearing the thing on his head i didn't think that was funny i was like okay i get it is th- like I'm, I'm unclear is this in the same continuity as the rest of the x-men yeah. movies okay that was not made clear to yeah. me until you just said yes. i mean that's what i got from this movie i did not get that from the that's, first yeah, that's one that's what i got from this but i got one. that the from the first one i was like but apparently like we're it, we're like this is this does exist in the X-Men timeline. The X-Men timeline is so messed up. They did Days of Future Past. It's all reset. Yeah, well, this one's messed up, too. He yeah, has a time control device. Yeah, they they keep introducing this problem way too early. I'm looking at the poster for this movie, and it's got Cable as, like, the big bad at the back in the center. And he's just... Screen time is lackluster Well, he's not cable. even the enemy. Yeah, he's also not the enemy. He ends up being, like... And, like, all of X-Force is in this. This is a cool poster, though. I love that they painted the poster. Very Back to the Future of them, and it's I'm about that. It's a weird color. It's, like, it's this, like, light blue. 
Yeah. But no, the poster does it does look like a, like an old action movie. Yeah, I'm it about does look the cool. Poster. And like just the jetpack is there. No, not the jetpack, just the parachute is there for Vanisher. I I didn't think the Vanisher thing was funny. I think that's an annoying trope. I mean I agree with that, but uh like I just like that it's it's the continuity exists in the in the poster. But right. like that's the thing about this movie is the best parts of this movie were that other movies had some like inaccuracies that you could poke fun of. Right. I want to talk about the end credit scene because I remember reading tweets and stuff about this movie going into it. I didn't it wasn't spoiled for me, but I knew it was supposed to be like absolutely insane. Well, so the end credit scene where he undoes the whole movie or the the other ones? The ones where he goes back and he kills like Weapon X and he kills yeah, he kills Wade from Ryan Wolverine Reynolds. Origins and he kills Ryan Reynolds sitting in front of a uh Green Lantern script. I thought it was so stupid. I was, I laughed. I didn't know. When he, when he, comes like, and he okay, pops up it. and shoots Ryan Reynolds in the face while he's watching the, um, or reading the Green Lantern script, I laughed. I, I will admit, I I'm, laughed out loud. I was, I'm ready, like, I'm ready to move on from Ryan Reynolds poking fun at his other two superhero roles. I'm done with. I was much more interested in the subtle Van Wilder reference in this movie. I didn't catch that. Yes, you did. It's like the first song where they're playing the air he, supply. You keep talking song. about air supply, dude. I don't remember that from Van Wilder. Stop oh, he's hammering that. Oh, I'll, I'll refresh you on the scene. He's like in his dorm room because he lives in a dorm seven years into college and he's playing that song by Air Supply and uh, the, I'm all out of love song. In. Is that yeah. who does that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know that. Girl walks in and she's like, oh, that's a good song. What's it called? And he was like, Gwen broke my heart and ran over it with a big metaphorical truck originally performed by Air Supply. You don't remember that scene? I do now, but I didn't. You just kept talking about Air Supply and I was just going to let you do it. Yeah. But that was like, to me, that was way more funny Deadpool or uh, Brian Reynolds not than than any of the like, oh, you sucked in Green Lantern. Like, okay, we get it. You didn't like Green Lantern. Oh, Weapon X was stupid. Okay, let's stop talking Weapon about it. Weapon X was let's, stupid. Weapon X that was, was a bad stupid. Movie. I'll agree. But like, like, I love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine as much as the next fella. I love those first X-Men movies. I really did. But uh, that Origins movie was bad. Bad, bad all around. X-Men Origins is bad. Uh, so was all of the Wolverine movies until Logan. And I don't know why they were like, let's just keep making these, man. Let's just Well, there was only those two keep and then going. Logan. I thought there was three. I thought there was like X-Men Origins, Wolverine, the Wolverine, and I thought there was another yeah. one. I do. I remember when X-Men Origins came out, I was like, oh, they're going to do these for like every character? Yeah, That's I thought they did. So cool. I thought they were going to. But I think that one did so poorly that they just stopped. They were like, you know what? Let's scrap that. Yeah, I... That would have been a cool way to introduce James McAvoy as, uh, what's his butt? As Xavier? Yeah. I don't know. First Class sucked. Disney Future Pass sucked more. Uh, I didn't see Apocalypse. Stop f***ing my timeline. Yeah. This movie, ugh. I really liked the first X-Men movies. They could have just been left alone forever. I don't think they could have. <sighs> they need to be. Like, co- just come up with a new idea. Somebody make a new just start movie. the X-Men over? Yeah. I thought that's what Deadpool was. I thought that was like, okay, Apocalypse happened. That was the last one, the last X-Men And no, title, what it right? is, is just, it's Sony being bitter that A, their Spider-Man movies keep flopping, and B, they don't have rights to anything else, and the MCU is doing so well, they're just like, hey, hey, over here, guys, we're, we're gonna make some movies, man. It's gonna be great. I, I mean, how would you feel if, if you started a cinematic universe in 2000, or whenever X-Men 1 came out? And it was pretty successful, they, and it's they still going. They ended it, though. Like, they ended it well. They killed it on purpose. Right. But, like, how would you feel if you started the cinematic universe thing, and then everybody Everybody was like, I mean, really, since Disney and Marvel, I guess Paramount was the one that started it with Marvel. But like, since that happened, I mean, that's that's a new yeah, so standard in filmmaking. Last Stand came franchise out. Franchise filmmaking. Last Stand came out in 2006, um, which is the last X Men movie. Then they made Origins, Wolverine Origins. So, dude, I don't know. I don't understand where they're coming from. Sony needs to give it, and I guess they will give it up now that they're. This is, I think, the last thing that they owned. No, they're gonna have the rest of the X Force, aren't they? What do you mean? Here's my thing. Do you know how? Because well, no, Disney owns them now. Disney bought Sony. Are Fox. you? F- oh, I didn't know. I thought I didn't know Sony and Fox were the same thing. Yeah, it's like. 
this whatever studio made these movies. Gotcha. I'll say that. Do you know how like in the comics, even if you don't read them, but you know how in the comics there's like a Deadpool and Spider Man relationship. Uh, vaguely. Are you familiar that they like often appear together? Yeah, I, I thought Deadpool was like anti Spider Man for a while. Okay. I am in no way thrilled for the idea that Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool will be on screen with Tom Holland Spider Man. I don't think he will. I would be so mad. I don't think he will. <laughs> I really don't. I don't think that. I don't think that Kevin Feige is gonna allow that. I can't see it like going well at all. Yeah, no, Tom Holland Spider-Man is way too pure to to hang out with Deadpool. It's just it's not going to happen. We might have to grade this movie because we've been pretty harsh on it. I want to communicate that I did laugh. It was I don't know. Like, watch I felt pretty satisfied by this movie in the sense that, like, when they announced it, I was like, why in God's name is Deadpool getting a sequel? And I was right. Like, yeah, it, it did not totally deserve a sequel. a sequel. Yeah. Like, if, if this is the best you can do, they did not deserve a sequel. This wasn't as good as Logan, you know, as far as rated R. No, not even close. Superhero movies go. This is about kick quality. Nah, this was worse than kick You like kick Uh, kick is better than this. Kick had style. Dick Cage. Uh, well, that's not even why. It just, it like, it had, it had that X factor. This had the X force. For five minutes. Did you think the Peter joke was funny? Maybe this is my issue. Maybe this is why I don't get it. And why this is movie isn't for me. But this movie is for me. This is like, like the geeky comic book person makes a f- movie for young adults that's ultra vulgar and gory. It wasn't better than Watchmen. As long as we're ranking it with rated R. It was more movies. watchable than Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen's so hard to yeah. watch. Um. But, like, the Peter joke for me wasn't funny in the previews. And then I was like, I guess maybe people get something about it I don't get. And I saw it in the movie, and I was like, this is still not even a little bit funny. The Peter's just, like, a regular is, guy? Yeah. Like, I don't care. He's just like, yeah, I just uh, I just applied. I figured it'd be cool. I don't know. You're I don't right? really get it. I don't really get it either. It wasn't, like, as meta and cool as it thought it was. No, not at all. Yeah, the whole X-Force thing was a total disappointment for me. Yeah, it just... I do love Josh Brolin. He kept slipping into his little Thanos voice, and I was like, man, Infinity War was so good. Yeah, Cable just wasn't cool, though. Yeah, I wasn't like, now that is a cool right. person. Like, I, I, he wasn't even the villain, man. They, there was no villain. Yeah, it was like Julian's desire to kill the Right, there's no like tangible villain. Toucher. Yeah. Which is dumb. Like, they turned it it's into this weird movie. buddy cop thing between Cable and Deadpool. That's like good cop, bad cop. Also, the thing about Deadpool that bugs me is that like the whole maximum effort thing where he's giving minimum effort and he just keeps having fatal injuries and they don't matter because he doesn't die. Well, that's a superpower. I get that. But it's like, I, I'm way more interested in the times where you're doing very cool acrobatics and being an excellent shot and stuff like that like it's stupid that you just keep doing things that will kill you that's just a recurring joke it's not a superpower well that's all this movie is it's just a recurring joke it's true do you like his suit i think his suit's cool deadpool suit not particularly he's got the weird like head thing and his eyes look weird and i don't know my thing with the suit that gets me is there's no reason for Ryan Reynolds to be in it. What do you mean? Like, he doesn't have to be the one that's in the suit. I mean, he does. Obviously, why? Because why wouldn't he be? Because he could just get a stunt double to do it for way cheaper than having Ryan Reynolds on set. It doesn't seem like this movie costs that much. No, it doesn't. It seemed pretty inexpensive for having two huge names like Ryan Reynolds and Josh Brolin. Although, I guess those are the only huge names. Yeah, everybody else is kind of nobody. So, I right. think they, they played that where they wanted to play it. Like Yeah. Do you think Ryan Reynolds is a bigger deal than uh, Chris Hemsworth? Um, probably. Let's see what their uh, scores are. What, what does that even Ryan mean? Ryan Reynolds is, like, their ranking. Ryan Reynolds is 10 on the star meter. Let's see where Chris Hemsworth falls. 40! Ooh. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, Ryan Reynolds has been, A, around a lot longer and been in more things. And he's, like, That's one true. of the sex symbols. Yeah, like, he's the guy.
Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely more famous than all of the Chris's. Chris Pine is is just top 500. That's surprising since Chris Pine is in a lot of good stuff. Uh, but I mean, like he did the Star Trek movies. Like those were like his movies. Yeah, Kirk. Yeah. I guess Chris Pratt's been in a bunch of stuff recently. He's in the Lego movie. He's Parks and Rec. He's in Jurassic World. He's Peter Quill. Yeah. But he's like, he's still like, even in the movies that he's a star in, he's still just kind of like a bit character. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like Owen, I mean, Owen not in the Lego the movie. Jurassic World movies is very not that great of a character. Yeah, but Emmett Brickowski, Brickowowski, Brickowowski. Special, the special. I loved a Lego movie. I'm so excited. There's a sequel. Did you see the Lego Ninjago no, movie? No, me neither. I just saw. I also didn't see Lego Batman. I I did, and people hyped it up like it was the best thing ever. Was it good? Meh. Was it, it wasn't good. Nah. I I mean, you should you should see it. Like, I mean, it's Will Arnett. Like, I do love Will Arnett. I love Will Arnett as Batman in the Lego movie. Like It's not just Will Arnett. It's also Michael Sarah as Robin. God, that sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis is the Joker? Yep. Like, that sounds awesome. Jenny Slade as Harley Quinn, which is weird because they could have gotten the girl that always voices Harley Quinn. I'm sure she was available. Uh, yeah, but they didn't because anime doesn't matter. Jason, Jason Mazzucas. Who is Jason Mazzucas? He's, uh... Oh, he's Rafi. Yeah, he's Rafi from the league. Conan O'Brien is the Riddler? Gee, why haven't I seen... Billy D. Williams is Two-Face? How is this not good? Voldemort as oh, Alfred Pennyworth? People love this movie. I gotta watch this movie. Man. Uh, There's no way this movie isn't good. I refuse to believe that. Like, the Lego movie was so good. The Lego movie was like it was like the most pure thing ever. Yeah, it was it was so happy and good. It was about I mean it was once you zoomed out a little bit, it was a little shady. It was about like uh big business being the problem, but it was made by big business. Oh, so it's Wally. Yeah. 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 Somebody's gotta communicate that message. Yeah, I mean I I loved the Lego movie. I saw it like three times, I'll be honest with you. It was just a good I've I've definitely seen it three times. I've saw it three like three times in theaters. Oh. Uh, it was it was a it was a romp, man. It was just fun. It's a fun movie. Oh, you know who's in the Lego movie? As Wild Style, Elizabeth Banks. What do you think? Underrated of actress. I agree. Love her. I totally agree. Love her. Yeah. Oh, she was one what of the best of parts a... of the f***ing Hunger Games movies. Effie Trinket. She was great. You think oh, so? Oh yeah. What's that new movie? Not with her, but the uh, there's a a new The Spy Who Slept With Me movie or something. The Spy Who Dumped Me. Have you seen the previews no. for this? It's not Jenny Slate, but it's that other girl that looks kind of like her. Kate McKinnon um, and Mila Kunis. It looks hilarious, but it, it also looks like it might totally flop. And like, I'm prepared for that. But it's about these two girls who were just totally not qualified to be in like a spy situation doing all sorts of spy stuff. So, so like funny. spy. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, kind of like spy, but, but it's Melissa, not Melissa McCarthy, but it's Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon, who I both, I think both are hilarious. So I loved spy. Don't get me wrong. You loved With spy. Melissa McCarthy. That movie's yeah. hilarious. What do you think of most of the Melissa oh, McCarthy movies? I hate them. Movies? Okay, With I'm a glad passion, to hear that. They're so dumb. I'm it's just, it's literally just, oh, Melissa McCarthy's fat. Let's make jokes about that for two hours. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Spy was hilarious. Granted, Spy was hilarious mostly because of like the other characters, like uh, Jason Statham. Oh yeah, that was one where like Statham being like Mr. Super Spy that was like all in. Yeah, that's got Jude Law. I do love Jude Law. And I love Jude Law just in general. Yeah, Jude Law is in uh, the new Fantastic Beast movie young, as Dumbledore. Young, young Dumbledore. Yeah. He's in the new Sherlock Holmes movie. I'm so excited to make another one of those. I, I didn't. Think I they loved would. those movies. Yeah, I mean they're okay at best. I still but, love them. Yeah, <laughs> but, like yeah, Jude Law's been a bunch of good stuff. He's in Gattaca underrated movie people pretty highly rate Gattaca maybe under underseen yeah movie. I was gonna say underseen movie for sure uh, uh, is is Dr. Doolittle a character I'm jumping all over it, but you got me going through a hole is Dr. Doolittle a character that uh is not Eddie Murphy yeah. it was like previous to Eddie Murphy yeah it was uh books okay and he doesn't have to be black uh correct 
Because Robert Downey Jr. is Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a much more uh, a- true adaptation to the book. Are the books any good? Uh, I don't know. I've never read it. Tom Holland's read in it. them. Yeah. They're children's books um, about he can talk to animals. I mean, it's like the movie, but it's not just, it's much more serious as far as I know. Gotcha. Can't believe the title for the next Avengers movie still is not released. Why? It's just, it's less than a year away. So? This is good. This is good news. This is the correct direction. Yeah. To not know. Yeah. I don't even want to, I, I don't, mean, I literally thing... don't even want a trailer for the next Avengers movie. I do not want to no, see a trailer. No, neither do I. Because that'll reveal something there will be spoilers yeah, i in don't the trailer. want there to be a trailer i don't want to know i don't want to know the title until i'm in there like i see the title card and it's like avengers blank and you're like oh man uh no what is it uh gonna be um there's the infinite it's gonna be called infinite, infinite avengers or whatever there's a bunch of different options it might that's be. that's the the, pr- the predeeming theory predominant theory right now i've heard a bunch of theories but i don't know because there's something about like, like on one hand i don't know there's something about like the i and the a stick around longer at the end i don't know i don't know i read a lot of theories and i shouldn't yeah um so what else do we need to say about deadpool i mean honestly i just like here's the thing i laughed while i was watching it there were moments that were good the gore pulled its punches and the and the vulgarity went too far um and i get that like like i'll be criticized for saying that anything in deadpool went too far because that's the whole point yeah, but the character's stupid is the thing. It's like, I hate I, the character. Yeah, I'm not about it at all. I never was. I never liked the idea of the fourth wall thing. I never liked the idea of like, oh, he's just a jerk. Like, he's an awful role model as a superhero, which is like the whole point of superheroes. I think the, the original point was propaganda. Whatever. You're supposed to look up to them. You're supposed to want to be them. Nobody should want to be Deadpool. Correct, but he's the one everyone wants to be. Because, you know, edgy teenagers are like, oh my gosh, there's a best-selling character that's, you know, vulgar and interesting, just like me. But he's not interesting. He's just vulgar and rude. Yeah, he's just awful. Yeah. So and he even, he calls Cable Thanos in the movie. Yeah, they had to. There's no way they could have gotten away with Yeah, but that's with so stupid. That. Oh, that was, that was a moment where I was like, thank you for addressing No, no, I didn't want that. Really? Yeah. Was there a character you did like? I liked Domino. Yeah, Domino was cool. Her whole mechanic of like, I'm the superhero who's just lucky. And he's like, what? Well, luck's not a superpower. And he's so mad about it. But it is. And then it is. Like, stuff just keeps working for her. Like, she doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, like everything just works out. Like, she doesn't even have to think about it. Like, it's already happening the way that she wants it yep. to that was an interesting thing <laughs> jesus christ they went through a whole list of people to play cable before they landed on uh before they landed on josh brolin i would have landed on josh brolin. i thought he was perfectly cast. apparently they went through dolph lundgren mel gibson kurt russell bruce willis alec baldwin sylvester stallone arnold schwarzenegger stephen lang ron perlman pierce brosnan david harbour and brad pitt no manu bennett who manu bennett he did deathstroke and he was uh you you know he's in a thing that you've seen he was in the Marine. He was in the Hobbit. I have never seen this person. Oh, you'd recognize him. He's got a great accent. I've never seen this person. Who's Deathstroke? He's uh, the character that um, Slade Wilson. He's the character Deadpool's named after from the DC universe. Okay. What is he in? Uh, he's an arrow. Uh, oh, and he's uh, oh. the main. He's the main villain in Teen Titans as well. Mm. Yeah, no idea. Although I think in Teen Titans they just call him Slade. Yeah, I've never seen this guy in anything. Huh. Well, he's really good at Deathstroke and Arrow. Okay. And he would have made a good Thanos because he's freaking jacked, but he is short. Good Cable, not Thanos. Not Thanos. No, we make terrible Thanos. It's too short. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just reading through the trilogy, not trilogy, the trivia real quick to see if there's anything cool. Uh, Michael Shannon was also uh considered for Cable. Who? Michael Shannon. Who's that? Uh, General Zod. Uh, I don't like that I guy. I like that guy. At least I didn't like that role. I like that guy. He was in The Shape of Water. And the rest of these movies I've never heard. Um, 
Okay, so I just read the whole IMDb trivia for this movie, and there's not even anything cool in there. Really? You'd think that that would be full of interesting yeah, stuff. Yeah, except for, like somebody apparently died during the production. Oh, yep, that's Some sad. stunt woman. Oh, you would think yeah. that they would get that right, since the director of this movie is like a stunt guy. I think that's part of the risk. Yeah, but I mean, like, if there's any movie that's ever going to get it right. It's Deadpool. It's a movie directed specifically by a guy whose only credits are being a stunt guy. That showed. Yeah. What do you think of the stunts in general? Do you think they were good? I never really noticed any of them, tell you the yeah, truth. Yeah, I felt like they, they, they pulled their punches. They pulled their punches on everything in this movie. The jokes, the gore, everything. The whole story. I wanted, like, people were talking about it like it was the goriest movie ever made. And it, It's not it even wasn't. the goriest movie this director has directed, which he also directed John Wick. And that was, like, the only other thing he's ever directed. Yeah, they make a joke about it at yeah. the beginning. Uh, so, yeah, no. This movie's a pile of crap. Yeah, I didn't I like it at it. all. Well, I did like it. Like, when I was watching it, I liked it. I have no desire to see it again. Typically, when you and I do a, a brand new movie, we'll watch it twice before we review it and i was like i'm not going back to the theater so what that. i noticed is like i did not see this thursday night i saw it friday night right and i, I a lot yep. of people on my timeline on twitter were sitting there going man i'm going to see deadpool tonight uh and you were going to see it that night and a bunch of people on our discord are going to see that night and friday man nobody said a word about it nobody I, I i thought you had seen it and we just weren't talking about it no i didn't see it till till friday uh like like literally i saw one person and that was john negroni uh talking about the movie and and that told me that it was terrible because like so many people were so excited and then nobody could bother to say anything like when when you didn't text me at all when you were like silent and then i texted you the next day i was like okay i'm going to see deadpool did it suck and you were like just notice that i haven't said anything yet and i was like i noticed yeah because because usually i'll text you in a superhero movie before the post credit scene yeah that's when i texted you and was just like oh yeah. man that was, that, was, that was so bad it was just so like blah nah. you remember the emoji movie i did not see it i don't know why you've seen it me neither i have <laughs> you keep talking about it like you've seen it well he was a meh emoji that's how that's just how gotcha. i feel right now tj miller was in that movie yeah he was what was he was he the poop no he started it right yeah can't like tj miller i missed tj miller being a bad person so i was watching this movie i was like oh weasel what a funny character turns out that's not the you can't, you can't think that, that anymore. anymore now he's gene whoever gene yeah, it tells me nothing was. i know you'd think that would that would help me out so you think they'd just be named whatever emoji they are were they not what were they not named the emoji they are i mean gene is not an emoji okay it looks like he was the meh emoji that just like i just made a face this is really great podcasting i literally just made a face and was like yeah you can see this right i mean i can i think that he was the lead that's that's the first build person which apparently doesn't mean anything anymore as on imdb ryan reynolds is the fourth build person in deadpool 2 he might have been maybe he was like screw it i just want to be in it i yeah i think they want you to think that about ryan reynolds yeah i think he's making his money man you know who's handsome who hugh jackman huge jacked man yeah hugh jackman is is a good looking guy was that a, was that a new that scene one. for this movie? I don't think so. Although, one thing that always throws me off about Hugh Jackman is they did, like, the old man Logan thing. He's not that old. What are you talking about? I guess he's Hugh Jackman. What what old man Logan thing? Like, Logan. He was, like, old. I haven't seen Logan. Oh, I missing out. Yeah. Um, I haven't gotten around to it. He's 1968. That was 50 years ago, right? Yeah. He's not that old. And if you see The Greatest Showman, he looks super young. Like... I haven't seen The Greatest Showman either. Ah, oh, you're missing out. You're missing out on a lot of good Jackman flicks. Now, the Greatest Showman well, is purportedly not a good Jackman movie. No, it's not. But it's a good... The music is not bad. I've listened to the music. It doesn't make me want to watch the movie. No. No, not particularly. Well, does he look old as Jean Valjean? Yes, he does. Uh, I believe so. His credits, his known for credits are uh, almost all X-Men. I wouldn't have thought that. I would have thought... Well, he's been in a bunch of these movies, X-Men movies. That's and true. he was yeah. in Le Miserable. He was. It is either Valjean or Javert. Jean Valjean. <laughs> uh, and a lot of people he's hated him in that movie. Jean a lot of people hated him in that movie. Yeah, because he's got a weird singing yeah. voice. And th- that was the movie where they did the whole thing, where they were like, we're going to capture live singing for this musical. And it just was weird. And it just sounded weird. 
It didn't go it did as planned. It did not go as planned. The, literally the only person in the whole movie that like properly pulled it off was Sasha Baron Cohen. That was a sweet scene. Yeah. That was all entirely But everybody cool. else it like did not capture the fact that these people could sing. Right. They were all just kind of like, eh. Yeah, it didn't feel like they were giving it their all. Which you could see they were, but you couldn't hear they were. Right. Which there's a reason movie musicals are made the way they are. Just let them sing it and then let them lip sync it. It's not hard. It's also not like nobody's upset about it. Right. It's like we're used to this. Right. Or, you know, sometimes maybe you should let somebody act it and somebody else sing it. They used to do that a lot and then they just stopped stopped doing that. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. No. They even did that in the Disney ones where like um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas voiced Simba, but somebody else sang Yeah, no, Simba. it died, I believe, with Phantom of the Opera, where they let Gerard Butler sing and act, and it was terrible. I like the film version Yeah, but of Gerard that. Butler I mean, it's obviously not as good. cannot sing. Neither can Hugh Jackman. He can sing a lot better than friggin' uh, Gerard Butler. You know who should have been in uh, a Gerard that could have been in that? Gerard Waycat. He's the dude from... Uh, Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. Yeah, he was like seventeen when Phantom. Yeah, but he would have been great as the. As Phantom. The fa- he would have been great as a Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> he still would. I'm. I'm about yeah. it. <laughs> oh man. They're high school productions of Phantom of the Opera for some reason. Sure, it would have been fine. Uh, because uh, Phantom of the Opera is all high voices. Is yeah, that why? Much. It's also Christine super. That. It's also super famous. It is. It's like soups fame. The musical. It was until Hamilton came out. It was the musical. What are your thoughts on Hamilton? Have we talked about it on the, about the pod? You don't want to. You don't no. want to. Because uh, I haven't seen it. You don't want to reveal. I, I have not, not seen, seen it either. I, I probably never will. I don't want to. It looks very stressful to get tickets. Um, it is, but I mean, you can see like a touring production. Like it's coming through Norfolk and Richmond for like. I for like 20 days each. Like, tickets. you can just see it. It's not that hard anymore. Really? Yeah. I'm going to see if I can get tickets. That sounds like fun. I mean, they're still going to be, like, Broadway ticket expensive. Ah. Like, they still cost money, Killing but they don't me. have to be... They're not going to be, like... It's not, like, a lottery. Tickets and info. We're like they're doing, out. like, a full tour of Hamilton. DC, June 12th. The performances begin June 12th, I see. They'll be doing them, it looks like, for 15 days. Get tickets. What do they cost? 99 to $625. Woo! <gasps> Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, it's like a huge deal show in a giant city. I would wait until it comes to Richmond. That's so expensive. Yeah. That's at the Kennedy Center. Yeah, I would wait until it comes to Richmond. Oh my god, that's just people on a stage singing. Not even probably well. Not even the original cast. Uh, probably better, honestly. I wasn't crazy about That's the, the whole cast. reason I don't like Hamilton is because that cast album is terrible. Yeah, I really It's really awkward. Maybe if I see it, I'll be like, you know, this is actually quite good. This is really quite interesting. I don't maybe it's entirely possible. I don't know. Just let Kanye West be Hamilton, please. Does he want to No, be? just like somebody that can actually rap. I don't care who it is. Alexander Scott is Alexander. No, Austin Scott is Alexander Hamilton right now. I remember I did one of those um I don't know. Who it that was is. like it was like one of those like Facebook things that people posted that was like find out your actual theater name you just take your middle name and the name of the street you live on and my middle name is alexander and i was living on hamilton drive at that point and so there like my go. theater the- name was alexander Ham- like my stage name and i was just <laughs> like i literally posted on facebook i was like you cannot actually make this sure. up i mean mine isn't too bad it's alliterative but I'm, that's as far as i'm gonna go i'm not gonna reveal what street and I'm i don't on. live there anymore <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my new stage name would be awful. I don't know the name of your street. So I, can... uh, I live on Coral Key Place. <laughs> <laughs> I could work Alexander Coral Key. I get three names. That'd be strong. Three names are strong. Yeah. Like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Man's a legend. He's making a comeback this year. You just wait. <laughs> the kid's home improvement? Yeah. Simba. Uh, Let's see if he's got any good projects coming up this year. That's a recent picture. Still looks the yeah, same. I don't think it is. Uh, looks like he is still on Last Man Standing, which has been renewed. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I'm not happy. Really? Yeah, it was terrible. 
I have a really hard time letting people enjoy bad TV. Like, I do. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of a about television. I don't understand why anybody watches any show on any major network. What are your thoughts on the Big Bang Theory? Like, you could be better. Like, people keep getting into these shows. Like, there was a bunch of people that were, the other day, that were like, oh my god, if Fox doesn't renew Timeless, they're literally the worst company ever in existence. I'm like, what in the actual f*** is Timeless? Right, it's like, your time would be better served going back and watching through Breaking Bad if you haven't done it. Or any of those TV shows. I've never heard of this show. Like, go watch all of Friends. It's on Netflix. Go watch all of How I Met Your Mother. Go watch all of Lost. Go watch all of Scrubs. They're all available. They're great TV shows. They've stuck around for a reason. You don't think, uh... I literally do not think there is any reason. You don't think there will never be another one? I do not think there is any reason to watch any show on any network. ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, any of them. I have a hard time letting people enjoy bad TV. And I'm an asshole about it. I admit it. You are. Like, it just drives me insane. People get so worked up over these TV shows that are just terrible. How do you watch The Bachelor? I don't. I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't waste my time with This Is Us. Like Those are both good shows. I, I watched one out. episode of This Is Us. It was so mundane. Oh, it's so emotional. It's the stupidest thing That's ever. That's what I'm saying, though. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Watch something on, even even the shows, for a long time, they had a great run of, like, shows on, on uh, USA. They were awesome. Shows on, like, TNT. The, the What? You mean, like, Burn Notice? No, like, I mean, yeah, people liked Burn Notice. People liked Burn Notice. Oh, God. That show sucked. Uh, but, like... Like, uh, Suits was hilarious. Um, what was it? Royal Pains was hilarious. Oh, I didn't like Royal Pains. If you like Royal no. Pains, you're stupid. Royal Pains is better than, like, anything that's been on NBC for the last, like, long time. I'm sure there's a couple that I'm wrong about and that I'm missing out on entirely, but, like, I don't want to sift through the garbage to try to find them. That, and I'm just not watching TV week by week anymore. Yeah, that's the, that's the hard part for me, is, like, I remember growing up and it being Thursday and being like, oh, you watch Thursday night, prime night primetime television like it's like right it's like i want to say it was like survivor there and are enough and... good netflix shows there are enough good hbo shows there are enough good shows on stars showtime all these channels that are making like thoughtful well-acted well-produced well-written television netflix has also been putting out a bunch of off correct but like there's so many netflix shows that like some of them are good like yeah. lost in space was good sift through uh house of cards used to be good until we're not allowed to like kevin spacey anymore daredevil season daredevil both seasons was pretty good and people love the rest of the shows the marvel shows too the defenders and, and jessica jones all that sure. no people do not love iron fist no. people are very why mad i didn't about say iron, iron fist, fist. Oh, <laughs> uh, like people, people love not Orange New Black, and I and I don't particularly. I'm not. I haven't really watched it. I've seen a couple episodes. It's not my my particular cup of tea. But I still think you're better served watching that than This Is Us or Timeless or like Once or uh, I don't know whatever it is. People are upset about every single week. Oh my gosh, T- like networks are where TV shows because I have a die. bunch of of people that I follow on Twitter that will just like live tweet every episode of their favorite TV show as it comes on week by week. Like I'm over The Walking Dead. First couple seasons were cool. They lost the plot on that one, but the first couple seasons were really cool. Um, I don't know. Just go watch Mad Men or something. Man, Don Draper. What a character. Uh, I just started watching Westworld. That show's awesome. People like that one. Yeah, people are into that Yeah, it's that an one. HBO show. I feel HBO like I've got takes a, for that a one, lot I've, of time and energy and makes good television. For that one, I feel like I've got to sit down and uh, really pay attention. People talk about Black Mirror a lot too. I feel like I'm supposed to watch that one. Um, Black Mirror is cool. It's I, I it doesn't have a, a plot. It's just a bunch of disconnected right, events, which doesn't make me want to just like watch the next one. This is the only problem I have with it. Right. Um, there's a lot of great BBC shows, whether however you, you feel about Angle Files. There's a lot of really good BBC shows. <laughs> uh, like, Sherlock is a really good show. I do like Sherlock. Um, I like Sherlock. I like Doctor Who for a while. Um, although I haven't seen anything since Capaldi took over because Matt there's Smith a, just went down. There's a great show with... Uh, Capaldi was good. Capaldi's first season was good. There's a great show with Daniel Radcliffe and uh, John Hamm called, like, The Young Doctor's Notebook. 
That sounds yeah, really it's good. Yeah, it's like the, between the two of them. John Hamm's been in a lot of stuff recently, or coming up with a lot of stuff recently that's going to be good. He's uh, he's playing the Angel Gabriel in the adaptation of Neil Gaiman's Good Omens. Hmm. Uh, the American Gods TV show was something. Uh, it may never come back. That'll make me sad. It was pretty good. It was also very, very, very confusing. And I've read the book seven times. I've never read the book, but I do have it on my audible. You should account. listen to it. It's very, very good. It's like 20 hours okay. long. And it's a long you time. drive a lot. I do drive a lot, but it'll take like three days. What? Yeah, that would take like three days. Of driving? I mean, the rate at which I listen to books at work, yeah. Okay, it takes maybe me like two weeks. Yeah, maybe a little longer than three days. Maybe like Either a week. way, that's perfectly acceptable. It's true. That's your homework. <laughs> I'm going to see Solo for my no, homework. No, that's your homework, homework is to listen to American Gods. <laughs> Is that what we're canceling no, next week's no, show? No, we're not canceling next week's show. Just you, it's something you can add into your daily life. This is the whole point of we make this podcast. It's entertainment for your morning commute. Do you not remember the point? Do you not remember the I first episode? I do remember the point. I do. So we had we had a, uh, a review on the first episode just yesterday. Somebody messaged us and said they really enjoyed it, and we made them laugh in the first two minutes. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" He, uh, because I didn't. He also think... kept a running dialogue of it and kept telling me things that I said that I do not remember saying because I don't remember anything. That was a different person. Know... I've moved on from my they... past mistakes. <laughs> that man is dead, and I do not know him anymore. It's been so the, long. Uh... And we've made so many of these episodes now that I have absolutely no idea what we talked about. I don't know. What we talked yeah, about not last a clue. week. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, it's, I, it's I, gone I just, now. It took me a second to even remember what movie we talked about. Yeah, no, I know now. Just listen okay. to American Gods. That is, I'm asking you, as 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 your best friend, as your co-host. If you want to, if you, you want to assign me something, go for it. But I really want you to listen to that book. You can put in the like he built this in a cave with a box of scraps soundbite right here, right here, right here. I'll allow. Okay, it. I have to listen to American Gods. That sounds like a lot of work. It's not a lot of work. Um, you already sit in a car for most of your day and listen to stuff. I know because you listen to podcasts temporarily replace yeah. your podcast with a book for like I'm gonna get behind days. on Ear Biscuits I'm gonna get behind on I bet our you, show and I bet you you can finish American Gods before more than one Ear Biscuit comes out it's two weeks well it's Today's Tuesday. The cleaning lady. She comes on Monday. She comes on Monday and she has the weekend so, off. So an ear, an ear biscuit will come out May 28th, <laughs> probably. Uh, I think they are not stopping ear okay. biscuits. And a, a a an ear biscuit will come out June 4th. I would bet that you'd be done with it before the June 4th ear biscuit. Interesting. Probably because I have to drive a lot this weekend. I'm going to a wedding. I wouldn't recommend dumping Emily in the middle of American Gods. No, you don't think so. Maybe we'll start it together. Maybe I'll start it on a Friday. Maybe that's your homework. You have to watch season two. Of Arrow. No. 22 episodes. That's not even way. comparable. It's exactly the same. No, it's not. I haven't even seen all of season one. Ah, you'll be fine. It does a little previously on Arrow. I'm not watching season two of Arrow. You, you can assign me it. something similar to what I assigned you. That no, is it's similar. Not. It's like 20 hours of your life. Yeah, but I can't do that while I'm driving to work. You can do it at work. No, I can't. Sure. I don't have an extra 20 hours to sit around watching bad TV. Uh, it's not bad TV. You can change your mind. I've seen season uh, one. Exactly. So, boom. You're ready to go. Season two is the next logical step. No, giving up was the next logical step. Uh, Tommy died, man. Tommy's dead. I don't dead. care about Tommy. Or Oliver. I, like, cry every or time the girl. I think about it. Oh, Laurel? I don't care about Laurel at all. Laurel's a great name. That's Laurel, I said, by the way. Not Yanny. You're saying Yanny. I said Laurel. Yeah, Yanny. Don't start this. <laughs> you know, I actually, when that started... I was like, I don't want this to trend. I don't want this to go anywhere because now we're always going to come back to it. And I don't think it's interesting or funny. Some people hear one thing it's and like, other people hear the other. No, but the thing is, is like, this is different than the, the dress thing. Because the dress is black and blue. Right. But a lot of people saw white and gold, whatever. It's 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 a black and blue dress that was that was filtered weird to the point where people couldn't see it properly. It, it's, it, it, is, it was so immediately painfully obvious to me what was going on with the Laurel versus Yanny thing that it made me 
physically upset when people got mad about it. It's like it's so well, it was, stupid. It was if you can't words. see, if you can't hear how both words come across, you're you're not thinking about it. You're just right. retweeting and getting mad. Like I clearly heard both, and it's just it's so obvious what's happening. It's crazy. You talk about that when I was in third grade, I was tested for ADHD, and you're supposed. I think I've talked about this before, maybe on the pod. I don't know. But you're supposed to click a mouse every time it said the word one and press the space bar every time it said the word two. Uh, I remember that being the test. I don't know why. But it's like the it's like the bowl thing from How I Met Your Mother, where like ten minutes into the test, it didn't sound like one, it was like uanu, uanu. Yeah, you start uanu. listening to the same word over and over again, and it stops sounding like a word. Right. Do do uanu. That seems like a ridiculous test. Is that is that still how they test it? I don't know. If you've recently gotten tested for ADHD, mine came back positive. Um, if you or a loved one suffers so from mesothelioma, you may be entitled to financial compensation. But if you or a loved one copes with ADHD and you have questions about it, then like, I'll talk to you about it. But mostly, I'll talk to you about it. Whatever. Shoot me a DM. I don't have ADHD. Um, no, no, I also got the test because they thought I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm bad at like looking at things while... I- did you take the same test? Uh, no. I don't remember what I did. It, I was, like, very young. Oh. It was, like, I, I I don't know. I don't know if they tested me for ADHD. They thought I... I think they thought I was, like, learning disabled. Mm. Like, like special... Like, properly special ed. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't look at the teacher while she was talking. Mm-hmm. And then I just got all the questions right. I don't know. It was, like, kindergarten. It was a Weird. big deal that I, like, didn't look at the teacher while I was talking... While she was talking. And I would just... The I would just listen. Teacher? And they thought I was, like, an idiot. Weird. The 90s were a yeah. strange so, time. So, like, I remember that. And I remember being very frustrated with that when my parents explained what was going on. And still, to this day, uh, like, I don't really need to look at something to to comprehend it i have to watch a movie if i'm not watching i'm not hearing i am like i am i'm hearing whether or not i'm watching yeah no if i'm not looking at the movie there's no chance i have any idea what's going on like if it's a movie i've seen before i'm quoting it along and picturing it in my head but uh if it's like a first watch through i need to be watching it i mean if it's the first watch through i'll still watch the movie but like i will get distracted visually from the movie like if i'm sitting in my in my living room watching a movie for the first time it's like i'll pick up my phone and look at it and start doing something and like i'm still paying attention and i'll get back to the movie eventually i don't know i just get distracted that way but i still know what's happening like i still pay attention as long as somebody's talking to me i can pay attention we are so far off deadpool yeah i mean it just wasn't good that was that was the tangent to end all tangents (laughs) we just went sometimes you gotta go down a rabbit hole in a podcast i think that was a rabbit trail is what red and link would refer to that as that was a that was something else entirely is what that was Let's bring it back to Deadpool. Um, I, I don't have anything else to say about Deadpool. I mean, let's so just, I'm saying let's yeah, wrap let's it just up. do yeah. some final thoughts. Yeah. Um, I don't have any the final thoughts. Sucked. I know that the movie was not good. I'm not about it. So I will take a hard let's, stance let's to put it down low. To squash any critics of the show. Uh, the reason it sucked is because, A, the characters were terrible and underdeveloped. B, it had no story. C, the jokes weren't funny. Uh, D, uh, it was based on an awful character who never should have gotten a movie to begin with. And E, you know, if you liked the character and you thought he should have gotten a movie, then back to C, the jokes weren't funny because they weren't written as well done like as good jokes like there are rules to comedy and it broke those yeah, you rules. can go to comedy writing school yeah and like like i get it weapon x was a bad character in a bad movie but we already had a movie that made fun of now, that. let it go wade let it go i get it logan was good let it go i get it you competed with passion of the christ you don't need to call yourself god every 10 minutes <sighs> anyway let's give it a villain ranking Who's there the isn't villain? one there isn't one okay. the villain is russell's motive on to the next thing yeah on to the next uh, thing. series ranking i guess we haven't done the rest of the series so screw that we just got to do it as a movie yeah, let no, me get the movie list pulled up i was just gonna get the patreon you can get our full movie list at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs this is available for anybody to see updated. free for everyone i believe it um, needs updating you do I think so well it, it, it uh last week's movie i don't think it has last 
last week's movie on it. I don't think it has the, you, week, the weeks before have, that's movie on it either. You have one job. I have do. a lot. I have a it lot more jobs be, than you to do. It will not be. Uh, it, yeah, it doesn't. Avengers: Infinity War is the last. Okay, thing on it. so uh, I did not do. I did but not it do doesn't the matter Awakens. because I did not do um, Scott Pilgrim. I think it's better than Guardians Volume Two. No, I don't. The jokes in Guardians Volume Two are funnier. Yeah, and Ego was an interesting character. I don't even know if it's better than Dark World. That's, no, I think I would actually rather rewatch Dark World. I actually was thinking about that recently. I was like, you know, I really love Thor now, so I'm kind of interested in revisiting Dark World because I think Dark World is like a a good and complex movie, but nobody cared about Thor. Right. Was well, the so problem. Dark World had a villain. Dark World has yeah, Loki, Malekith, and Loki, and Thor, and the Warriors Three. Darcy's funnier than any character in Deadpool Two. Brutal. Was it better than Ed Norton? Yeah, yeah, it was. There's still yeah. a big gap there. Yeah. I don't know where do you, where do you, where do you I th- I'm not putting it above Guardians two. Yeah, that's, to it, me we, from the bottom up, just for the listener's perspective, if they're not looking right at it as we are, uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace is the worst movie we've ever reviewed. Above that, The Incredible Hulk 2008. Above that, Thor: The Dark World 2013. And above that, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two 2017. Uh, Guardians Volume Two feels like two, it came out one. a long time ago. Yeah, d- 2017 sounds that that hit like <clears throat> I was almost because I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like. Phase 3 has been really, really good for Marvel. Yeah, all of them have been good. Guardians 2, was that Phase 3? No, I think that was older. And it no, came out after Spider-Man. Is the thing. Is. Spider-Man feels more recent than Guardians 2. Yeah, which is crazy because so you and I saw Spider-Man together and then mm. you left and moved away. And then Guardians 2 came out. Yep. And you saw Guardians 2 without me and texted me about it. But it still feels older. We have Spider-Man Homecoming down below. No, we don't. And you no, and you forced it, it there. Yeah. So yeah, right below Iron Man. It belongs above Black Panther. We'll have to... I, I wouldn't mind revisiting Black Panther. Uh, you know, when we do these new movies, sometimes you've got to revisit them after the initial hype fades a little bit. So I'd be okay with revisiting the Black Panther. But I have to yeah, watch same. It. But I still think Spider-Man Homecoming is better. Spider-Man Homecoming is so good. Anyway, uh, are we putting it above or below Dark World? I, I mean, like, let's take a hard stance here. Let's really pound the point home that this was a forgettable movie. Not as, Not good, as good as Thor the Dark World. That makes it the new... 32. Worst, worst Marvel movie no. we've ever... No. Second, Second worst Marvel, Marvel movie. movie makes it the new 32 out of 34. Or 30... Makes it the new 32, yeah, 32 out of 34. Because that would make four. No, because this would be 35. There's two movies we haven't put on here. So did oh, the new 33 out of 35. Yeah. There it is. Because, as you all may remember, number one is Star Wars Episode 7. And Scott Pilgrim vs. the World was somewhere. Somewhere. It was, it was in the... Actually, I have no, <laughs> no idea, idea where it is. <laughs> We'll, have, we'll to, have to revisit. We'll have to revisit. I can like because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, mm, what was it? I think it was in the Guardians of the Galaxy range. I don't think so. That's pretty high. You might have been. You might be right though. I think you're all right. Yeah. I don't know. Is. I'll figure it out and put it in there. Um. All right. Breakfast food. This movie is burnt toast. That's exactly what it is. It's like it's like the bad sequel to Toast, which was pretty bland to begin with. Yeah. It's burnt I'm toast. I don't even. What did we say about the Incredible Hulk? What breakfast was the Incredible Hulk? I have no know. idea. <laughs> I know that Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace was. Uh, Dr. Kendall's pancakes. <laughs> Just openly honest about how her father cannot make pancakes. <laughs> Thank you, Julia, yeah. the director of Bacon and Egg. Producer. The, All right, what, cool. So, know, burnt toast for for Deadpool 2. I guess we sign off now. Adios. Have you seen... Uh... Ooh, I've got a good sign off. <laughs> okay, we still have to sign off. Have you seen Sicario or the previews? That looks sweet. What? Sicari- like Sicario, like a new one? Yeah. Why? It looks sweet. Josh Brolin, Benicio Del Toro. Why? Oh, it looks so- uh, stop. I didn't know there was a pre- Stop making remakes. Is it a I remake? I would guess so. Maybe it's a sequel? Stop making 20-something year later sequels. Sicario came out in 2015. Sicario came out in 1995. Yeah, and then 2015.
What is 2015? I've never seen this. Emily never Blunt, heard of Josh it. Brolin. Didn't know they made that. Maybe it's not a remake. Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro and Josh Brolin. They do that a lot. But work yeah. together? Is there another example of them working uh, together? Oh, yeah. No Country for Old Men. Oh, my God. Oh, and Emily man. Blunt in this freaking picture for Sicario is wearing the dress. The, the, the dress. dress. Oh. <laughs> it's not it's the, clo- the it's dress. It's pretty close. It's... Uh, yeah. No Country for Old Men. They've been in a bunch of stuff together. They were in um, uh, Infinity War together. That's true. No. In- oh, no Country for Old Men was Javier Bardem, not Benicio del Toro. I mix those guys up. Um, Josh Brolin is just not. Knocking it out of the park with these freaking quasi villain roles. All right. Well, I don't know what uh, so Sicario 2015 is, but if it's the same as Sicario 1995, stop. I don't know. Looks good. Sicario Preview Day of the Soldado. Anyway, uh, my name's Tyler Carlin, and, and if you want to find me on social media, the links are in the doobly-doo. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram are both at Carlin. His name, Ethan Edgehill. His links for his social media are in the doobly-doo. That's at wow now, the O's are zeros. Our podcast is on Twitter. Link, again, in the doobly-doo, at BaconAndEggs23. Uh, that was the only lost number that was still available. Sorry. Uh, our show is hosted on Podbean. That's not information you need to know. Our artwork is by Vaishon Brandon. Uh, we will never thank our moderators in the Discord server enough. Looking at you, Ines, and Dragons. Uh, what else? I have no idea. You're coming up with all kinds of new stuff here that we don't <laughs> normally say. <laughs> our show is hosted on Podbean? <laughs> As if you don't visit Podbean.com 45 times a day. <laughs> I, uh, no. ooh, we're very close. To Actually, you don't visit Podbean crazy. all the time. You text me and say, how are the downloads doing? Which is possibly <laughs> one less step than it would be for you to just check the downloads. <laughs> and more steps do do for me. <laughs> I figure you have it open at your office all day. That's the only reason I do You that. texted me while I was still in bed on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny as I did that, and then I checked the download. And then you responded like two hours later with information I already knew. Oh, man. I crack me up. I crack us up. We crack me up is what I'm trying to say. You'll notice the numbers on our podcast are officially gone. We no longer episodize our Should, should I go next back week and we're delete be talking about? Okay, yeah, you I should do that. that. Uh, you can... You can listen to us next week. We're going to be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story featuring... I can't think of that guy's name. Alden Ehrenreich. There's not going to be any guest in the Solo episode. Alden Ehrenreich. Hobie Doyle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we're going to be talking about Solo, and that's going to be a Solo episode as well. You're stuck with Ethan and I, but the following week... uh, That was my plan. It's a Star Wars movie, though. We do guests for Star Wars. Like Attack of the Clones, basically. We'll figure it out. The following week, we're going to be talking about uh, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, and we will be... Uh, joined by none other than Tessa Netting of Bunked Fame and Fantastic Geek Somewhere to Find Them and the Billy Elliot Musical and all sorts of fun stuff. Super excited to have her on the show. Um, I have no idea what else we say during this I'm just letting you roll, man. You're on a roll. (laughs) This has been a fun episode to record. I don't know how it's going to come out, but this has been a fun one to record. I've enjoyed myself. We spoke very passionately about a lot of things. It's true. We did. And I'm a big believer in passion. Either. Now there's the passion. Over the cry. Thanks for listening to us talk about Deadpool 2. Thanks for listening to us rip Deadpool 2 apart. Yeah. Baby Leg's joke was funny in Rick and Morty. wasn't funny. It wasn't funny in Rick and Morty either. At least in Rick and Morty, it was like Again, I don't and have, silly. I'm not good at letting people enjoy bad TV. Rick and Morty is excellent though. television. Oh, it is so, so freaking good. It is the most funny cartoon, uh, cartoon ever. Cartoon you... Oh my gosh. You got to work on this, Ethan. This is your homework for the week. Stop being so mean to people about liking things that are actually good. It's just TV shows. Exactly. Be nicer to people about TV shows. I normally am. I, I just I judge them silently. No, you gotta you, internally. I want you to fix. Fine. This will you listen to 
American Gods the book. If I do, will you be cool about this? And then not just pretend to be cool about it, but actually in your heart know that that is bringing someone joy. And you know what? That's a good thing. And maybe you could participate in that one day. And participate in what? Maybe you could smile. Network television. Uh, no, I'm not going to defend network television. I'll, I'll get it behind Rick and Morty, but I'm not defending network television. Oh, dear. Got a ways to go. No, to I work. don't. <laughs> I am correct, and the whole world is wrong. A memoir <laughs> by me. Right. I've definitely thought that before, but not about the network television problem. Anyway, let's. I'm ready to sign off. <laughs> I've just been letting you roll, man. All right, you're out. All right, he's out. I'm out. I've been Ethan Edgehill. He's been Tyler Carlin. Thank you for listening to another great episode of Bacon and Eggs. And until next week, Arrivederci. Ask for what you want.